0: Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, the Real Deal Quinn. As we as I look at another fantastic episode of the hit series FX FX's Snowfall, this of course is episode what's episode seven, Charnel House. Uh, Charnel House, of course, is a place associated with death, and that was the. Uh, you know, I have themes as guilt, but guilt being the main theme. But this episode was centered around death. And of course, uh, the death of one Jerome Saint coming off that. what transpired last episode with uh, he and Kane killing each other. Um, and he, of course, sacrificing himself in essence for Louis. Um, again, this was a very, this was a, another just tremendous episode. Uh, which is, you know, and it's going to clearly setting up for uh, ex- an explosive last three episodes. We're down, now we're down to three, just three episodes left in the entire series, which is just, you know, exciting and, and sad at the same time. Themes, um, I had guilt. Uh, you had Franklin, you had a number of characters Franklin, uh, Louis and sissy all with various with with guilt from the death of jerome they all in their way they all realize or thought think that they had something to do with or maybe partially responsible for the death of one jerome saint um in particular louis and uh franklin who both you know had experienced various degrees of of, of just grief and external and, and and internal uh guilt. Uh Louis of course was external and Franklin's course was as we know Franklin Saint from all these seasons, he normally he internalizes a lot of his his uh, a lot of his demons and a lot of his emotions. So themes for a theme we had guilt. You also could have had homeless um these characters a lot of these main characters don't have a home anymore we see louie despite you know living basically in a mansion it's a, it's a it's without jerome that place is empty a place that she frankly doesn't want to be in we see franklin at his place having basically a panic attack to where you know he you know he, he has he's having a nightmare certainly thinking about the guilt of uh, of what transpired with Jerome and you know basically or uh, Veronique basically had to you know uh, you know th- you know had to take care of it during that time you know he's not feeling he's not feeling in, uh, in a place where he really has a home or you know he's he has Veronique but in essence he is alone we see uh, Gustavo gets his home breaking into. By Ruben, um, and that leads to ex- uh, his girlfriend basically saying, "Hey, you know, maybe you should, you know, maybe, you, maybe it's best that you not know where we're at, where we go moving forward." And of course, you see, you see Sissy not want to deal with, not want to uh, do the shelter anymore, not want to work at the shelter anymore. She basically wants to turn that over, turns that over to Wanda. And says that she basically will is never going to come back. So, a number of characters just right as of, as of right now just don't have homes. Uh, so, another theme could have been homeless uh, for sure uh, in, in this particular episode. Uh, the deep dive breathing. So, of course, this is coming off the uh, Jerome Saint's death uh, in episode six uh, last in last week's episode. And the thing about the grieving process, you know, it, it, it is really like a three, kind of like a, I would say a three to four step process when you think about grieving, uh, especially if someone passes unexpectedly, unexpectedly, of course, which, you know, despite the lifestyle and despite, um, despite the lifestyle and despite how dangerous uh, the game that Jerome and Franklin and all of them were in, you know, you know, they, you know, Louis certainly did not expect Jerome, you know, Jerome's death was unexpected uh, from the standpoint of, uh, you know, there wasn't uh, no terminal illness or anything like that. So when somebody passes and it's unexpected, there's the initial shock of, I can't believe this person is gone. Then you, you know, if you're the main, if you, you know, if you're a spouse, or a brother or a close relative or you or, or you're the person who has to plan the funeral has to go through all that you have to deal with that you see Louie not even be able to see the body right after you know basically after the drone has been shot uh Franklin takes care of the arrangements to put the funeral home and Louie can't even stay with them so she's dealing with, so she got to deal with, deal with that then the being alone you know especially if you're a spouse, the uh, the part of loneliness, and then this is all before the actual funeral. So you have the, then you have the actual funeral, and then you have post funeral, post repast. So there, I mean, this there is the stages of of somebody dying of the grief of the grieving process. Is I mean, it's really just uh, something that. It's unlike anything that anybody, th- that we all deal with, they have to deal with at a certain point in life, having lost someone. So you see Louis, in essence, go through all these stages. You see Louis go through all these stages of grieving. And to a lesser extent, you see Franklin go through uh, these stages of, stages of grieving as well, as he's the one that had to plan the funeral out. And still has to, you know, kind of navigate how he's going to get Teddy. Because, and again, real life, and, and with these two characters, you know what? Real life doesn't stop. They both have to deal with Teddy in various ways. You see, Louie had to get a call from Teddy. She's annoyed that Teddy, you know, t- you know Teddy didn't even know about Jerome, but didn't even know that Jerome was dead. But he still, she still works for Teddy. So that, that part, you know, life doesn't stop. I mean, we go through in our regular lives despite you know despite you know someone dying your life still has to go on franklin still you know has to uh franklin still has to deal with the fact that he not only teddy is trying to kill him he of course wants to kill teddy so that still has to go on so we see these both of these characters grieving in various in different ways um, Franklin, again, Franklin doesn't about say that he feels guilty, uh, about Jerome's dying, but we know, we saw it, we saw with the nightmare that that's clearly, that's guilt. Matter of fact, you know, externally, Franklin says, and he, he does this, he says this in a, in a scene with Leon, when he's getting a, asking Leon for the uh, half million dollars to, uh, for partial pay, for, for payment to, for Gustavo, uh, basically says, you know, it's drawn with the broken away from me. With the broken away, this will never happen. So he has to put that. He's putting that front out from a uh, from a standpoint externally, but internally, he's dying internally. And Louis, just you know, Louis is Louis. Like Louis wears her emotions on her sleeve. She does not hide anything. That's been consistent with you know Angela Lewis. Angela Lewis, who brilliantly brilliantly plays the character, has been consistent with that throughout the course of the series, she just, uh, there's a controlled rage. She is out of sorts. She is uh, just kind of all over the place. And we see, you know, we find out some more things about her during the course of this episode uh, that explain why she is the way she is even further more. So both of these characters were, were grieving during the fight, grieving during this episode in various ways. Um, and they both, you know, Jerome, you know, obviously we missed the character of Jerome because Jerome, you know, Jerome's character was kind of like the balance, the heartbeat of the show. Jerome's character was kind of kept everything in line, kind of kept everybody, you know, in place. You know, he was kind of like the glue. Of the saint in essence kind of like the glue of the saint family the glue of you know yeah i could make a case to being the glue of the show to be honest with you without being the star without being the main super main star which you know of course is uh damson idris but jerome kept everything together and with the death of jerome is in essence the death of the saint family officially now we knew coming into the season that they were at war with what transpired with Franklin robbing them and with Teddy stealing Franklin's money and Louie taking the plug or going uh, or you know, going around behind Franklin's back to work with Teddy and then Teddy stealing his money. Then of course uh with Franklin taking their uh, stealing their money. So we knew coming into the season they were in, in a in a bad place as a family and it was kind of split apart. You know, Franklin and Sissy being on one side, Jerome and uh Jerome and Louis being on the other, but when Jerome gets killed like that, officially like they are the same family is is in pure like they there's no there's no coming back like there's like he there's zero chance of any reconciliation any uh you know the, like the same family in essence died with Jerome to be honest with you. And at this point, it's every person for themselves. Like, you know, Sissy's trying to find peace. uh, She's not even, it's not even about killing Teddy anymore for her. She's dealing with her own stuff. And of course, you have Jerome, you have uh, Louis and uh, Franklin trying to navigate, still trying to navigate this war that they have. Also, and we and also have to deal with Teddy, uh, with Teddy McDonald. So uh, you have again the Saint family died with Jerome Saint. There's no two ways about it. Uh, despite the fact that the actor, you know, didn't have any speaking parts, of course, because he's dead. In terms of I'm Ben Joseph, the, the Jerome character was was felt throughout the course of this episode. Like his his presence was like all. His, his fingerprints were all over this episode from start to finish. Um, so you had that, like I said, you had that going on with the with the deep dive, um, characters grieving just in various various ways. And despite the, despite the similarities between Louis and also uh, Franklin, best scenes: uh, Teddy and Teddy and Julia, Julia basically. T- t- so Teddy, Julia pulls up. Uh, to Teddy's place, uh, Julia is pregnant. Um, she, uh, of course, Teddy is paranoid because he, you know, remember Franklin made the threat to him a couple episodes ago, threatening his family. He's on edge, of course, and he he has to be with, of course, he's with Farisa. Uh She finds out that they're they're an item, but more importantly, she tells Teddy, "Hey, you know, you took Franklin's money." Give it back. Like she, uh, like it was like what, you know, Julia basically says, like, this is simple. Just give back the money. Of course, Teddy, you know, says, I can't do that. And Julia threatens to expose him, which, to expose Teddy with what she called a public execution. Now, I, you know, you could take that as like she's going to do it through the media. That could be taken in a number of different ways. But basically, she says, I, I'm going to expose you if you don't. It's like, don't, don't let me expose you if you don't give this brain back. So, Teddy has yet another enemy. <laughs> so, Teddy, Teddy's enemies are racking up between Franklin, between Gustavo, between the KGB, the DA, and even his own, even the CIA is not feeling Teddy right now. You know, you, you see Teddy's boss talking to his uh, his supervisor or his, or his, or somebody who seemingly was, uh, who outranked him, basically said, you know, his ambition has gotten to him. Uh, we, basically, we need to make some contingency plans, you know, in terms of looking to, they didn't, they didn't officially say this in terms of replacing him, but they basically said that they're they're almost out on, on the the Teddy McDonald uh, experiment in regards to the CIA. So Teddy has a litany of injury of enemies, and Julia, you know, Julia basically tells him what we all know he should should have done uh a long time ago, and that was to give the money back to Franklin. That that, that is the thing that makes the obviously the most sense. Since he and Louie, so Sissy comes to see Louie. Um, they have a conversation about Jerome. And in essence, Louie tells Sissy, look, I have nothing to live for. You do. You still have things that you care about. I don't care about anything right now. Jerome was my whole world. And it was a subtle but yet kind of blatant threat to Sissy in a way, like you know, Louis basically said I'm still, basically Louis telling Sissy, I'm still coming for Franklin. So, like, I, you okay, I get you know, we both lost somebody, you lost a brother, you've lost your, you know, Sissy message, hey, I've also lost my husband as well, but you still have Franklin and I don't give a shit about Franklin. That's in essence what Louie was saying. So Louie, um, so this war, uh, despite the fact that Louis mentioned to uh, Leon earlier in the episode that you know the war is over, ain't it? Um, I, I think she was she was you know she's coming fresh off seeing Jerome getting killed, so she definitely wasn't in her right mindset at that point. But again, she made a a vile threat to Sissy uh, from that standpoint, and of course, the final scene of the episode. You have Franklin and Louie at the funeral. Uh, Everybody's almost... The funeral basically is over. Uh, Louie is standing by the casket and she sees uh, in the, uh, the reflection of Jerome's picture, in the background, reflection of Jerome's picture, she sees Franklin and Franklin says, hey, you know he you needs something from auntie. and she asked him just straight up why did you let me live? Why did you come back for me the warehouse and you know at first he gives her uh, the the you know the bullshit answer hey you know I respect you know, I was grown raised to respect women but we you know again yeah, we knew that was bullshit. He left her he came back because he wanted her wanted to collect on the favor. That if he helped her out, helped her survive, that she would help him get, give him a line or get Teddy, and he basically says, "Hey, I need all the help that I can get. I need all the help that I can get in regards to Teddy." And then she, you know, hits the the line that wrapped up the episode. You know, you are the devil, and and just and this was brilliant by by and Ildris. Basically says, "Yeah, I know it." So it, it, it like. I mean he's been great all season long uh, with his performance but that I mean just that that final that you know those final last words like yeah I know this is who I am so that wrapped up the episode Um now in regards to uh, MVP without question it was Louie Louis was the MVP in this episode. She, uh, from start to finish, Angela Lewis in this episode was just completely on top of the game. And it was this is a very challenging performance uh, when you have to be. It was like, hey, controlled. I would call it controlled aggression, controlled rage. That is a performance that can easily be overacted. It's very, it's easy overacted performance where you are grieving. You're in pain you are you you are in a place where you have you feel like you have nothing to lose you don't you don't love anything or anybody anymore that you just don't give a fuck very easy to kind of overact and just do just to do extra shit as an actor she again she was she was measured calculated um in terms of her just intensity in terms of just the the pain and you know great you know great job out of makeup people as well still had those fresh scars from what kane and, and his crew did to her and again we got to find out more about the Louis character when her friend comes up of course those those are they were in business with her Jerome from I think from Tennessee her, her friend comes up and they discuss some of the things some of the just just terrible things that were done to them when they were younger, sexually, physically, emotionally. And, you know, Louis has been carrying these scars forever and continues to carry them. And really has never got past them, uh, per se, in terms of the trauma that she had to deal with uh, when she was younger. Um, So, she, Angela Lewis, again, Angela Lewis in this episode was just, uh, was phenomenal. Uh, she is the MVP of the episode. I could also make a case for Jerome. But again, his presence in this episode was felt throughout the entirety of this episode. His presence was felt. But, uh, you know, in terms of performance, he had to go with uh, Angela Lewis. Thoughts and predictions. Listen, there's going to be so a couple of things happen. I uh, mentioned briefly about Ruben breaking into Gustavo's house. I'm basically threatening Gustavo's family like in essence like so the clock on Gustavo it got it has gotten sped up they uh woman want one you know says hey I want you know I know that you have a shipment of drugs coming in from Colombia uh, you you need to make it sure that Teddy's there so that he could be arrested and you know we'll get your family out we will Move your family, so on and so on. But now, you know, more heat has been put on put on Gustavo. You see, Gustavo. You see, Teddy put the heat, more heat on. Put uh, saw a scene where Teddy met up with, of course, uh, met up with Louis, and he basically says, "I need Franklin." He tells her about, tells her that you know he killed her father. He Franklin killed his father, and she of course tells him that Franklin. You know that uh, Jerome killed. That Jerome thought uh, was got got shot, got killed as well. and That she will take care of it after the funeral, um, after the funeral is over. So, and Franklin, of course, wants Teddy from Louie. From um, Teddy, wants her to give up uh, Teddy um, to him. So Louie's in an interesting spot here, where you know she has two characters who. People who want each other dead, and she is to, probably the key to uh, to all of it. Look, I think when it comes down to next episode, we're going to get a big shootout. Uh, you know, you saw I saw the previews. So of Next episode, we'll get a big shootout, and you will have. Uh, I, I I I think Gustavo's done next episode. I think I think Gustavo's gonna I think they're gonna I think his character I think he's gonna get killed next episode. I can see a situation where Ruby gets killed next episode and where we make it seem like where Franklin makes it seem that uh, that um Teddy set him up through excuse me <coughs> through um through Louis. And again Franklin is one step ahead of Teddy. So Franklin basically says to uh they have a conversation with Gustavo, says that basically we have to make it seem make it look like um you know have to uh make it look like uh you know he set me up and what have you he's gonna basically Franklin's basically gonna stage his own somewhat kidnapping so to speak and use louis to do it. That's what it seems like it was is going to happen. Uh, making it seem like uh, you know Teddy's caught up to him, he almost almost handed himself over to Teddy uh, to give Teddy a false sense of confidence, so to lure Teddy, uh, you know, to get to Teddy. So he's already again, he's already, even through what's transpired with Jerome, even through you know all the grieving and things like that nature. Franklin still is a step ahead of Teddy from that standpoint. Like Teddy will not see that plan coming uh, at all. Um, so again, but I don't see Teddy dying as a particular like, on the next episode. I think Gustavo's done. I think Ruben. I can see him dying in the shooter. Ruben get killed in the shootout. Of the KGB dude. Um, and I think what's going to happen is you'll see, you know, next week is episode eight. Uh, I think you'll see a. You'll have two showdowns left, right after next week. So I think episode nine, you can see a Teddy Franklin showdown and then a series finale. A Louis Franklin showdown. That's my predictions for the Next episode, before even for the season, as far as how they will um, they will carry out those characters' fate. As far as Leon and Wanda, Wanda of course moves out the projects. She's going to probably take over the shelter, out the old shelter from uh, from Sissy, um, and Leon get Leon's all in at this point. Leon's cleaning guns. Leon is not going back. So I, I'd be very curious to see what they're going to do with Leon's character. I mean, Leon could survive. Like I, I, I thought that, you know, I made a prediction that I thought Leon would be done. But there's not the a possibility that Leon could survive. Like, I think Gustavo's gone. I think Teddy's gone. I think both Louis and Franklin will be gone. Uh, but, you know. Maybe Leon survives it. I don't I think they you know they're gonna keep Wanda around. We're all, they're already talking about having a spin off um uh, with her with that the character with uh Gail Bean who plays Wanda being a part of that, so she's probably gonna survive. Uh, I would say uh the si series, but um she mentioned I you know what, she's not Leon's not gonna survive survive because – uh, they because they had a conversation at the funeral where she says, "Um, I don't want the same thing to happen to. You. I don't want this, you know. That could be you in that in that basically that could be you in that casket. So that to me will be that was foreshadowing. I think that's that's foreshadowing. Leon, Leon probably dying more than likely. So, uh, and I just thought about that scene at the funeral where uh, Wanda and Leon, Leon probably not gonna survive. If I if, if I had to bet on, him. probably not gonna uh, probably not gonna make it. So again, amazingly, just three episodes left in this show um again this one this was again another great this was this episode uh again, coming off the Jerome Fallout with, you know exactly how you thought it would go with a lot of characters dealing with a number of internal issues in terms of where they're at uh with the grieving process. And also where they're at with this war, with this family war. That's gonna wrap it up in this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Uh, again, check out my uh, interview with with Jen, with life coach Jen Joe. Jen jo. That's on that's on my YouTube page. This episode will be up uh, later on this later on today, later on this morning. Have a great, great rest of your uh, rest of your day and rest of your weekend. I'll see you next time. So long.